You're listening to Real Chicks Rock Presents Real Discussions, and I'm your host, Michelle Dawes-Burt. Fasten your seatbelts as it's sure to be an informative discussion and conversation. Keep in mind that we are not perfect, but we're empowered. Enjoy. We want to give thanks that we are here for today, and I'm super excited about my guest. But before I introduce my guest, I want to thank all the new listeners. Thanks, everybody, for checking this out. Um, let me give you a little background about what Real Chicks Rock is all about. It's all about creatively collaborating to connect and raise awareness regarding issues that impact us as women. And we do it by way of community service engagement, public speaking, mentoring, workshops, and the arts. And we have been doing this particular platform here. This is our sixth So we're super excited. And the names of people and the guests that we have an opportunity to talk to has not diminished. It only continues to get better. And for that, we we give thanks and we're so excited um, for the conversation that we're going to have today. Today, my person is so phenomenal. (laughs) I need two hours to cover everything that she's done and she's only going to keep going. Today's topic is a lady named Pearl. My guest today is Pearl Thea May Graham. Pearl, welcome. How are you? Oh, you are so welcome. You are so deserving of everything, Pearl. I wanted to give, I wanted to take a moment to give you your flowers now, just before you start to do anything else more beautiful, more influential. I wanted to take some time to give you this platform and just talk with you and just share and see how things are going with you. Because I think you're an inspiration to not just black women, but to all women. I want to say that. Um, Pearl, let's just jump right in, right? Born and raised in Miami, correct? With Haitian parents? Yes, that is correct. And thank you for that compliment. But yes, that is correct. Um, First generation Haitian American. My parents came in the 70s, Uh in the 70s to the United States. Mm -hmm. Tell me life in Miami. What was it like for you as a kid in the neighborhood in Miami? Uh, Man, it was tough, Michelle. Was it? Why? Why? Well, there were two Haitian families on our block, Mm -hmm. and you know, like, I'm going to just keep it 100, like, the Caribbean people say Black Americans, you know what I'm saying, versus, uh, uh, you know, anyway, we (laughs) would get bullied a lot, you know, like, from African Americans um, for being Haitian, so my childhood was very rough. Wow. Yeah, to the point where I stopped talking Creole, you get what Yeah, yeah, yeah. To try to assimilate yeah. the African-American community. Um, so I would say from that perspective, it kind of made me go inside. Mm. Um, and um, it wasn't until I got to high school and college that I became, you know, more confident. But just, you know, the the stereotypes that the media shows and, and you know, kids don't know any better. And sometimes adults don't either. So uh, my childhood was a bullying childhood. Oh, I'm so... <laughs> Man, I'm so sorry to hear that because I always thought, Pearl, that Miami was a hub for Caribbean people, for families, Mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. Not only just for Haitians, but Cubans, Dominicans, Jamaicans, like, you know, because it is the first entry point into the United States from the Caribbean. So I just Mm -hmm. assumed, and you know, that it would be more of a cohesive, you know, family or at least friendly environment in Miami, man. And it wasn't, they made fun. They didn't understand because they didn't understand, 
you know, they didn't understand. And then I think there's pockets of concentrated Haitians. Yes. And the pocket that I was in wasn't as concentrated. Mm. And I think over the years has gotten better. Yes. And I think when it comes to, to the Caribbean, Haiti just always gets a bad rap. Mm. They always get, we always get put, you know, like, I don't know. And I don't know if it's because we're the first black republic to gain our independence mm-hmm. that we've been kind of a target. Wow. But I would say that it's gotten so much better. Yes. Um, Haitians are more confident. I don't think we were as confident in the 80s. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, yeah, it's gotten way better. And I can understand why you would think that. But um, in my neighborhood, we got bullied. Oh, man, I'm sorry. So let, let's talk a little bit about how do we start modeling then, right? Because if people are bullying you and not being fair and being kids and doing all that, where did you get the confidence or the wherewithal to even decide modeling? Did you start at 15? Is that where it started for yeah. you? Mm-hmm. I started when I was 15 and I was hanging out with a friend and you know how you go to the mall and then you have these different recruiters in the mall. So they recruited both of us Uh and um, it was a modeling school actually. And I just thought my parents were going to say no, just because it was eight of us in a three bedroom home, you know, that whole thing. And we had to focus on bills, but for some reason, um, they said yes, because, you know, modeling schools can be a little expensive. That's mm-hmm. why I made sure mine wasn't super expensive mm-hmm. because I want everyone to be able to get that kind of training. Mm-hmm. But, um, yeah, um, I brought the brochure home to my parents and I thought they were going to say no for sure because right. there was field trips that I missed out on and mm-hmm. different things like that just right. because of financial reasons. But um, they sat down. My mom and dad had a meeting and then they said, we're going to do this. And wow. I'm the youngest of eight. Wow. So I had a sister sending money from the military for me to do it. Oh. Um, my father would bring me to class every other week. So it was kind of a family investment for wow. me to become a model. I guess they felt, I guess they felt that was my path. But my mom also said, you know, I'm uh, taking you to the school um, not to be a model, but to refine you. You know, as a lady. So, yeah, so that's why they invested. Man, man. So that's awesome. So then you're modeling, you're going to the school. When did you get your first modeling opportunity, Pearl? Wow. So once I graduated from the school, they usually have you walk in front of all of these agents and the agents were like, nope, nope, nope. Too heavy. No, not no. You know, so I didn't get any modeling opportunities after the school. And then I said, well, I guess I'm not a model, you yeah. know, like, wait a minute, wait a minute. They said you were too heavy. Yeah. This what? Was in high school. This was in high school. I was too heavy, you know, oh. and I was like, well, I guess I'm not a model. Boom. Let me just continue with my life. I, I learned how to put on makeup. I learned how to walk. These are things that I can just, you know, carry right. in my everyday life. Right. And then when I got to college, I had lost like maybe 15 pounds. You know how they mm. have the freshman 20. I, I, was, <laughs> I went the other way. And then it was like, I couldn't go anywhere without anybody telling me, why aren't you modeling? Why yeah. aren't you modeling? So then I started in college doing like those swimsuit calendar yes. type things. Yes. And then um, after I graduated from, and then I joined, you know, a modeling troupe. And then when I graduated from college, I signed to my first agency in Miami which is called Ethnicity Models. Um, And their focus, you know, they did a lot of music videos, a lot of this and that, but I still didn't feel like that was the right fit for me. Mm -hmm. Um, And then uh, while I was there, 
a photographer for Ebony Magazine saw me rapping on a platform called MySpace. Mm-hmm. And he was just like, why, why are you rapping? Why are you, why aren't you modeling? And I told him, you know, I've tried getting with Ford with the lead. They said, no, mm-hmm. you know, I'm, I'm with this agency called Ethnicity. And he was like, well, I think Ebony Magazine would love you. Uh-huh. Would you be interested in me sending your pictures? They have a tour called, you know, the Ebony Fashion Fair tour. So he he did just that. He sent my pictures to Eunice Johnson, who's the, you know, basically the head of Ebony Fashion right. Fair. And then they sent me a ticket to do an audition. And then I auditioned and, and then they hired me right on the spot. Mm. And, you know, the next day I was on a, a 200 city tour. Wow. You know, doing, doing runway shows five days a week. Ah, mm-hmm. awesome. And how did that feel, uh, Pearl, having that experience? It was mind blowing, right? Because you went from it zero was to a break. I felt like I got a break. I was like, whoo. <laughs> you know, open the door. Yes, yes. Because I had been, you know, like just, you know, um, trying to figure out my way because I had a college degree, but I didn't want to be, you know, necessarily sitting at someone's desk. Mm-hmm. Um, so I was trying to figure my way out. But um, yeah, it was a break, but it was challenging for me the first month, you know, just traveling, mm. traveling, traveling yeah. like that. Yeah. And being as sensitive as I am, I just felt like, you know, dark spirits, girl, not to yeah. like, you know, but just yeah. when you're in a different hotel yeah. room every yeah. Every day, yeah. if you have a sensitive spirit, yeah. it takes a while to kind of get, mm-hmm. you know, acclimated. Mm-hmm. And then the other piece that I want to share with people is that I actually got let go from the tour. Mm. And I was looking, yep, I was looking through my scrapbook. And I remember I got my first letter about my weight. So when you get signed on to Ebony Fashion Fair. So when I got signed on, I was 129 pounds. Yes. And they don't want you to gain no more than five pounds over or yeah. no or no or no more than five pounds under. Yes. So you gotta stay within like a ten pound range because uh Miss Johnson has you wearing like these ten thousand dollar gowns, mm-hmm. you know, Oscar mm-hmm. De Renta. That's what made her her, she would go to Paris and write these ten thousand dollar checks yeah. for, for one dress. Yeah. So it's easier to replace a model than it is than the dress. to have a model busting the scene <laughs> you know, out of a, a ten thousand dollar dress. And I remember they sent me a probation letter. Ooh. And the way that it happened really is that, and this is how you got to protect your mind. So I remember when I went to Miami, my brother came to see me at the show. And he didn't, at the end of the show, you know, he met me backstage. She didn't say, great job, Michelle. He didn't say, he said, you look like a skeleton, right? So that went into my head. And at the next stop, I just kept eating, 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 eating. When I should have said, well, shoot, I'm supposed to look like a skeleton. (laughs) But I didn't have that that strength um, mentally. And I just kept eating and I couldn't get off of that, um off of that yo-yo so I ended up you know having I got dropped off the tour and that Michelle was like I felt like my life was going backwards like everybody that told me I couldn't make it I couldn't do it you know like they were right you know so it was like man that was a big fall for me but then it also told me how taught me how to protect my mind And don't allow, you know, anyone to kind of impress their thoughts on you. You know what you're doing. You know where you're going. Just stay focused. So it was actually a blessing for me because now when I'm doing something, you can't tell me. You get what I'm saying? Like anything, because I know what the consequences are 
for that. You, yeah, we feel your strength in everything that you do, Pearl. And now this is great because now we know where it comes from, right? We mm-hmm. know where it comes from and we know why the modeling school is so important to you too. We're going to talk about that in a second. So you're doing, you got dropped from the tour. So how did we end up coming to Atlanta? Are we in Atlanta at this point while we're doing Ebony Fashion Fair? Mm-hmm. Where are we? Well, Ebony goes all around. Oh, no, no. I was in Miami. I was in Miami. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And then, um, you know, they go all around the country, the United States, Canada. I got I got let go when we was in L.A. I was like, what the heck? (laughs) L.A.? So uh, then they give you a plane ticket. Like, hey, hey, goodbye. Like, oh, stay where you at. Yeah, goodbye. So, <laughs> so I was like, ah, oh, I got to get my resources together. But anyway, long story short, when um, I left or when the situation ended with Ebony, I ended up going to a temp agency in Miami and they sent me to this place called Fisher Island. Fisher Island is um, nothing but millionaires that stay there. I didn't even know about this place until, uh, you know, I got there. But Oprah had a place there. She had just left when I got there. Um, Oprah producer had just brought a place. So I I was able to, you know, uh, develop a relationship with her. Just, you know, the most Jamie Foxx was looking to buy a place there. So I um, got introduced to real estate working there. Um, I was the assistant to the broker there. And I did that for two years while I was studying for the GMAT. Mm. And the GMAT is, you know, an entry exam for you to get your MBA. Mm-hmm. So um, getting my MBA took me to Atlanta. Mm-hmm. So I ended up going to Clark Atlanta University University to get my MBA. Mm-hmm. And that's, that's what brought me here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. And, and while you're doing that... Wasn't it music that kind of brought you here too, Pearl, at the time? Yes. So, so yes. So if y'all really want to get in my business, when I started working at Fisher Island, I met one of the residents there and, you know, he, he was, you know, like, like trying to pursue me. Yeah. So basically I was going to LA to get my MBA because I was still stuck on this whole like, okay, there's film there. There's all of these different things. But he was like, well, Atlanta has music, you know, we'll be closer. Boom, boom, boom. So um, I came to Atlanta for my MBA as well as music. Music. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And were you a hip hop artist, a singer? What were you doing when you came to Atlanta? What were your goals musically? well, Well, my goals musically, to be quite honest. So I, Atlanta's two rounds. So my first goal when I got to Atlanta in 2006 was just really getting my MBA uh-huh. because I, you know, I wanted to be a good student. So I wasn't focused on music, even though that was in the in the back of my mind. I was actually going to become a regular, a normal person. Like, you know, like, <laughs> that's why I went and got the MBA to see. You know, let me just position myself in business. So anyway, I get the MBA. I go to work for Walmart in Bentonville, Arkansas, mm. do real estate. And then my intuition is just knocking at me mm. after a year saying, you know, you need to be doing, you need to be, do, you're going to be doing bigger things. Mm-hmm. So then that's when I left and came to Atlanta in 2011 with a focus mm. on music. Nice. And then, um, yeah. And then I released the album in 2012 and I was doing hip hop and a, and, a, and a little bit of singing. Uh-huh. Uh huh. And you got an opportunity to work with some dope people in the musical space, right? Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. Because I wasn't established, you know, but they still was like, you know what? We're going to, yeah, I guess they saw something. Yeah. But yeah, DJ Kimmett had did um, a remix for me. 
Yes. DJ Kimmon is awesome. Awesome. Shout With out the to rest Kimmy. of development. Yes. And being and so the DJ Salah did a song called Jungle Love. Yes. Um, with me mm-hmm. and then um Daz IQ produced my my entire album. Awesome. So shout out to him as well. Yes, just just some great people in the musical space that are still doing great things today. So it's like, man, that's awesome. Yeah, they saw something in you, Pearl. They saw some talent. Yeah, they did. They put their name on it. Yeah, talent and drive and all that. So now we're here in Atlanta and something's telling us, right, okay, listen, this corporate America space is really not for us. We got bigger and better things that we need to do. So we're pursuing the musical space. So how do we get into the Pearl School of Modeling? What what hit us? What What happened? Girl, no sales in the music. So, <laughs> not Girl, I put my money into the album. Drop the album. Girl, probably sell like hundred. You know, like a hundred albums, and that's not enough. Yeah. So, people would just keep coming up to me in the midst of that music, saying, "Don't you model? You mm-hmm. know, could you teach my daughter how to model, or could you teach me how to model?" And I'm thinking, that's so last year last chapter of my life like I don't don't even do modeling anymore Mm. and then I had to stop and I said okay the universe is telling me this or sending me these kind of people yes to help me survive you know yeah I was like I need to stop telling them no and let me just go ahead and you know right so what happened was I was teaching girls how to model out of my home and then I was meeting a music attorney and I walked into this building and everything in my fibers like this is where you're going to start your modeling school. So I was doing it out of my home. And then when I walked into this building um, to meet this music attorney and my intuition was so strong, I asked the attorney you know, who owns the building? And she pointed me in the direction of this, of this lady. So I told the attorney, "Can I, do you mind if I take five minutes to talk to this lady? So I went and talked to her and I told her, you know, I'm a former Ebony Fashion Fair model. I'm a professor at Clark. I'm interested in starting a school here. And then um, Michelle, she ended up giving me the school um, free of charge. Yeah, she just said, give five scholarships to the girls in this community and that'll cover your rent. But I'm saying that story to say that when you listen to your intuition and, you know, you step out on faith, God or whatever you call that force, you know, lays out the steps for you. Because my modeling school, I didn't have like an initial investment that I needed to have outside of, you know, just marketing it. And I made a flyer and told my friends, but that's how my first official class started in 2014. Yeah. So I was blessed. And and that's how I know God is, you know, this is God that that want this school to happen. And since then, you know, that was seven years ago, I've been able to mentor so many young girls, build relationships with families, Mm -hmm. see them blossom, Mm-hmm. Um, help them book jobs. Mm-hmm. Uh, we've been recognized by Atlanta. We were best of Atlanta in 2019. Nice. Yeah, in 2020, we got, um, shoot, Lord help us. Um, we got, you know, both positive influence. <laughs> yes, in, yes. In 2017, Unsung Heroin Award. And then we've also been able to go internationally with some partnerships. We have pearls in Haiti, yeah, uh, in Africa, in Jamaica. Beautiful, beautiful. Um, 
And yeah, and we have partnership with New York Fashion Week where they, uh, you know, a lot of pearls to come. I saw so that. Been, yeah, it's just been a blessing, a Beautiful. blessing, a blessing. Beautiful. Pearl, what do you tell these young girls? Because you calling them your pearls is not just a cliche. It, it, you, I know you take honor and privilege in having these souls, these impressionable young people in your in your midst, what do you tell them as part of being a leader? Mm-hmm. Well, like, how can I say it? Um, a pearl is someone that's just not a pretty face, mm-hmm. right? A pearl is someone that is a leader, that's an entrepreneur. So they have to go through three courses mm-hmm. um, to, to successfully become a pearl and earn the jacket. Yeah. It's the modeling, the leadership and the entrepreneurship. So I know one thing that used to piss me off when I was in the modeling industry is the girls that feel entitled, you yes. know, because you have a beautiful face. Right. So I try to let them know that, you know, beauty starts from the inside mm-hmm. and then it permeates on the outside. Yeah. And the beauty that you have on the outside is not going to last forever. Right. And you need to have depth to who you are. Mm. So, um, yeah. And then I want them to be leaders. So they go through public speaking mm-hmm. and I also want them to embrace their gifts yes. and their talents. So yes. then uh, we help them identify what their gifts and talents are. And then we teach them how to monetize it. And that's what our entrepreneurship piece is, because I feel like all of us are born with gifts and talents, mm-hmm. but some of us don't embrace them. Yes. So I feel like that's what we should be um, doing entrepreneurship in, yeah. right? Like, <laughs> to get them early because I remember as a young person seeing all of these adults you know being miserable and mm-hmm. then when I would ask them why they'll be like well I, I want to do this with my life I want to do that mm-hmm. with my life mm-hmm. and I couldn't figure out why they didn't have the confidence enough yeah. to just do it mm-hmm. so I try to catch them early and make sure that they get on track with their gifts and purpose mm-hmm. and um, let them know that you know you got to have depth to you give back to your community um, so once they pass all of those three uh, core curricular areas, that's what makes me proud, knowing that they have all of those fundamental skills. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Pearl, what inspires you? Who and what inspires you? Mm, Haiti inspires me. Wow. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. My mom's strength inspires me. Mm-hmm. Um, but Haiti, ultimately, you know, I feel like I think he has said earlier in the program or even probably before we got on mm-hmm. that um, I am very blessed yeah. <laughs> to be in this position yeah. because I could have easily been born in Haiti. You know, I don't know, you right. know, what the circumstances would have been, but I felt like I was born here to um, be allowed certain resources and it's, yeah. and it's all for Haiti. So yeah. Haiti is what inspires me. Wow. The fact that we were able to be the first black Republic um, represent that light and confidence. Mm-hmm. That's, that's what inspires me. Wow. Wow. And you said a little bit of your mom too. the strength mm-hmm. of your mom. Your mom was a strong woman. Very strong yes, woman. Yes. Um, had eight kids, yes. you know, worked as well. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, rarely complain, yeah. you know, rarely complain, just kind of push, push through. And if I could have half the strength that she has, you know, yeah. um, and she let me, she let me sit on her shoulders. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. Like she made so many sacrifices. Mm-hmm, so mm-hmm, mm-hmm. yeah. So I'm, so she inspires me. Everything I do is in the name of, you know, representing yes. the best of her. 
Excellent. Excellent. Pro black fashion matters. Talk to me a little bit about that, right? What's going on there? Tell me mm-hmm. a little bit about that. Yeah. So, um, hmm. so we wanted to highlight black designers. Mm-hmm. Um, there's this thing called the 15% pledge that a lot of people in the fashion industry are doing yes. because um, when you think of the fashion industry, there aren't enough black designers being highlighted black models. So a lot of these fashion entities are pledging that they're going to do something 15% related to African-Americans just to show more diversity. So in that sense, we felt that black designers weren't being represented enough. So we wanted to do a show dedicated to black designers and just say, you know, black fashion matters as well. Um, and then in particular to our community, we click to, you know, wear Fendi, wear Givenchy, wear Gucci. What about our black designers? Why can't we rock them, you mm-hmm. know, the way that we're rocking these, these, these major designers? Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So that's what that's about. Sounds good. Sounds good. You, it sounds like you're going to hold them to the fire. Pearls go green. I like that. That was a beautiful fashion show that you had at Piedmont Park earlier this year. Tell us a little yeah. bit about that and the importance of that. It seems like not only are you teaching us about fashion, but you're being conscious about it, right? There's an environmental piece to it, right? So tell us about the Pearls Go Green. Yes, and thank you to Atlanta for making that show sold out. I appreciate it, Atlanta. Thank you. Um, but yeah, Pearls Go Green, when I was um, in uh, COVID, I just started just tuning into more fashion uh, articles and they kept talking about sustainability and how clothing is the second second um, highest polluter to the environment. Mm. And I'm like, huh? huh? <laughs> clothing is the second highest polluter? And I said, this definitely needs some attention. So we decided to highlight designers that repurpose their clothing or that use um, certain types of ingredients or products in their clothing just to you know, show them some some love yeah. and to also educate our community at the same time. And I learned so much through that process mm, as well. Mm. And there's some behaviors that I'm still working on because a zipper broke in a dress. I cut myself out of the dress, but what I can do is re-sew it and make it a whole nother exactly. item opposed to just throwing it away or, you know, mm-hmm. they even say with goodwill and this is a fact check. So if any of y'all are listening and want a fact check for me, um, that, you know, a lot of those clothing goes to third world countries. Like if they can't sell it or if they can't do anything with it, then they, you know, give it to a third world country. But a lot of these third world countries feel like they're being polluted upon. Uh-huh. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, yeah. yeah. And then it hurts their industries as well, because mm. then, you know, their, their local shop makers or whatever it may be are mm. not not selling as 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 fruitfully. So there's like this. Um, what do you call it? Like a chain reaction. Yeah. That happens when if we can just adopt better habits with our clothing, mm-hmm. um, it would just make the environment better overall. Yeah. And some of the the clothing, not some of it, all of the clothes in that uh, fashion show was beautiful. The colors, oh. the fabrics, the textures, the way it moved on the ladies. I, I appreciate the diversity. No one looked alike in that in that fashion show. Everybody looked mm-hmm. different. Different sizes, different textures, different 
um, colors, right? Everyone in the fashion show wasn't black. You know, everybody in the fashion show wasn't white. It was diverse. And so it was very in- inclusive. And so, you know, that was very appreciative. So that was really well done. Hats off to you, Pearl, for that. That was a really nice show. Thank you. And I want to mention something that you said, like everybody looked different, like mm-hmm. with fast, fast fashion, which is causing a lot of the pollution. It's like, they're just what is it like manufacturing yeah. mainstream stuff? So yeah. this girl got it on, this girl got it yeah. on, that girl, got it on. you know, when you just like um, thrift yeah. or, you know, find ways your individuality comes out. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. Cause we're all different, especially as black women, we're shaped differently. Our bodies, our, sh- our contours, how we feel the days of the week is different. You know, some of us wear sneakers more than we wear heels. We're full figured, we're smaller. And so I just really appreciate the fact that we saw a little bit of everything there in that show. So that was wonderful. So thank you for that inclusion. Model Talk Tuesdays. I like that. That is cute. So you talk to different people, industry leaders, I think in the fashion world, some authors, maybe some people you like or may have been uh, artists, and you're talking with them live on YouTube and sharing this conversation with your students, correct, Pearl? Yes, yes. It's a platform to educate the students uh, with industry leaders mm-hmm. or, or people that are doing different things in the fashion industry. So, yeah, it's another um, outlet for them because I can teach them so much. And, you know, there's so much, there's people out there with a plethora of experience. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's a really great format and it's it's pretty engaging. So that's a good thing. You are an author, Transformed. You uh, was your book and you used some written poems after leaving corporate America. I think that was the phase in your life. You took all of those poems and you put it in a book. You have another book inside of you, Pearl. We got some more coming. Yeah, we have some more coming. I actually released one this year, but I'm going to re-release it. And it's a children's book. It's called ah. Pearl and the Oyster. Yeah. And um, yeah, girl, um, every time I read that book, I think about the Little Mermaid. Um, or But but basically, it's about, um, how can I say it? It's about a young girl that's, um, she's a peasant. Her mother works for the queen. And the, the queen falls in love with this little girl. But the princess feels threatened. Mm. So the princess ends up drowning the little girl because the princess overhears from a, a wise woman that the, the little peasant girl is going to run the island one day. So the princess, you know, ends up drowning her. But then an oyster swallows uh, this little peasant girl and teaches her so much about the world because, mm. you know, it's the old oyster of the ocean. And um, yeah, she grows up and she comes back to the island and, you know, she she claims what's rightfully hers, the prophecy that she's going to, you know, rule that island. So, yeah. So it's an interesting book. Um, I'm planning on re-releasing it. Um, so, yeah, it's called The Pearl and the Oyster. But yeah, we have tons of books in me, Michelle. Yeah, yeah. And you have a book club, too. Can anybody join the book club, Pearl? Or we got to be pearls to join. Oh, man. <laughs> um, well, that book club is, is, is older and I haven't been like, you know, on it like I should just because I have so many things that Going are coming. On, yeah. Um, 
But yeah, 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 yeah. No, um, anybody could join it, but right now it's kind of a little, you know, it's not um, active. Okay. You need a team. We need about 10 more pearls, right? Yeah. To run these different divisions because you yourself, Pearl, is a corporation. You have so many departments and entities and ideas in you. I'm, I'm praying and believing that you're going to get the more of you so you can have these different lanes always going all the time. How about the magazine, uh, Pearl Magazine, Team Pearl Magazine? How's that going? It's going well. We release one every quarter and, um, you know, the students will write uh, articles in the magazine and it's a reflection of the school where we focus on modeling leadership yeah. and entrepreneurship so we're highlighting women entrepreneurs women models mm-hmm. women leaders mm-hmm. and also giving tips you yeah. know on, on those various subjects yeah that's awesome i saw a commercial of you on your ig with dr teals yeah <laughs> you look great i use dr teals by the way <laughs> i love dr teals that's why i'm so happy that um you know, they selected me because I'm like, this is actually a product that, that, you I, use. Can, that I can use, that yeah, I use, yeah, that I love. Yeah. Easy, like, you know. You look great in the commercial. <laughs> Thank you, sis. I appreciate Man, it. Man, I love it. And they got different uh, fragrances and different scents coming along. It's not your ordinary Epsom salt. It's I got almond and lavender and all these different flavors chamomile it looks great so they sought after you where they are they based in where are they based in atlanta or somewhere else i'm not sure where they're based but you know i'm with an agency here ah. in atlanta and then they sent me on the audition mm-hmm. and Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I want to talk to you, Pearl, about your T-shirt and hoodies. Those things are nice commodities. They look great on your pearls. And then people in the street have them, and they're in different yes. colors. And it's yeah, so we cute. Get you one. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, we, yeah. Thank you. Thank you. I would wear it proudly. Thank you so much. You got any bigger plans for your line? You want to expand it outside of t shirts I do. I do, sis. You remember how you said we got to clone me? Yeah, yeah. Things yeah. it's like we have the line out there, but to, I need an active person yes. to push it out. But yes, no, it's there. We have bathing suits, t-shirts for anyone Ooh. that wants to purchase it. Every time you purchase a, a pearl apparel, a portion of it goes to support the Leadership oh. Academy. So yeah, you all, if you check out pearlmerch.com, you'll be able to see everything that we have with our apparel. So yeah. That's there. It's going to grow. I know it's going to grow. And I want to thank all the fans and all of the supporters that have purchased um, Pearl merchandise. Because the most complimentary thing to me is like when I'm just walking down the street and I see somebody with our Pearl merch on, I'm just like, It's beautiful. It's beautiful. It's beautiful. And you know, you've changed. You you, you look the same Pearl, but then you change. Like you're changing your hair now, right? Mm -hmm. We're growing some locks. But it's still you. That logo is still you. Mm-hmm. No matter what you do with your crown, that is mm-hmm. still you. You are so mm-hmm. beautiful. Thanks for shifting in the light. Now we can see you a little better. I know the sun oh, was I'm getting. Oh, so sorry. No. I didn't know that. No, 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 no. Go stay where you were. No. Look at that beautiful face. Thank you. Look at that face. Look at that face. Yes. No, no. And and I want to I want to let the listeners know that you are multi. Testing. You are actually doing a photo shoot 
and giving us time to talk to you today. And then you got to go teach your pearls once we wrap up. So today is a very busy day for you. I am so sorry. No, you are beautiful. I can't see you. (laughs) No, 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 no. I can see you. You're gorgeous. Yeah, no, this is, we're going to put this on our YouTube channel so everybody can see how beautiful you are. Yes, look at that face. Look at that face. Yes, 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 yes. No, you're fine. Let's talk about, again, one of your loves, Pearl, The um, your Haiti benefit. This is the ninth annual one this year, right? December yes, 12th? It is. Right? it is. And I'm inviting everybody to come out. Every year we do um, an event dedicated to Haiti. We've been off for two years, but um, this year we're raising money for ATL for Haiti. Um, they're feeding 70. They're doing tons of stuff, but the money that we raise from this will be for the earthquake relief. We had an earthquake at the um, beginning of the year in Haiti, mm-hmm. and they're feeding 70 families. So um, you all, you can go to ATL for Haiti just so you can learn a little bit more about them. Oh, man, Michelle, I'm seeing the playback now. I am so, like, tripping. <laughs> No, you're fine. I thought it was because. I feel so bad. No, I thought you thought you were moving because the sun is in your face. So I was like, maybe it's the sun no. that's bothering her. No, we want to see you. We see you, and then we turn this into a a podcast, so then people hear you. But we see you first, Pearl. Look at that beautiful face. And then who did your makeup today? Let's shout them out. Yeah, Yvonne Smith Beauty. She yeah. did the makeup today. Yeah. Yes, I feel so bad. No, I don't feel, feel so bad. bad. You're beautiful. I and in I, the shadow. No, you're fine. And I want people to understand and realize how beautiful you are, both inside and out. Because when I see you, you never look overdone, overmade up. I think that today, you know, the, the standards are starting to change. You're changing a bit. And I really appreciate you still being natural and you're just beautiful in your, in your, in your shell. And I know this is so helpful for your girls at the, at your schools. Um, cause this is what we're teaching them, right? This is what they need to understand just to love themselves as they are without anything being added onto them. The importance of loving yourself first. And like you were saying to me, being able to decipher and filter some sound that doesn't really align with who we are because everybody's impression of beauty is not our own, right? And so you are doing a phenomenal job in leveling the playing field because for so long, we didn't see enough pearls out there. We didn't see a lady of pearl, right? We saw a Naomi Campbell and a Tyra Banks and, you know, and an and, and Eva and there was spots and sprinkles of it. But the fact that you are so committed to helping others in this space, like, yes, you can be a model. And yes, you can have a wonderful opportunity. And yes, you don't have to sell your soul in the process. I think that's a wonderful thing. I think it's a wonderful thing. So thank you, Pearl, for doing that. If if I had a daughter, I'd sign her up. I have a son, but I see the work that you're putting into these young ladies, the level of confidence that they have the poise that they have, their communication skills, right? Because oftentimes back in the day, right, models were to be seen, not necessarily Mm -hmm. heard. Mm -hmm. And you're teaching them to be able to open up their mouth and articulate and express how they feel. And so this Mm -hmm. is opening up other channels and avenues because they can be an actress, right? They can be an entrepreneur. They can be a leader in their community or whatever they choose to do, right? 
So, absolutely. Um, absolutely. It's like model to mogul, you know? Mm. Or, yeah, like we're teaching them how to be business women. We're always taught to be in front of the camera, be the talent, but why can't we be the C why can't we be the CEO as well? Right. Excuse me. Yeah. yeah, so that's what I want them to know, that they can be the CEO. Yeah, you're doing a great job. What's your ultimate goal and end game for, for Pearl? Or really, for those that know and love you, for Linda? <laughs> mm-hmm. What's your end um, game? To, to buy a bunch of property in Haiti, mm. um, have a leadership academy, and pick the brightest and best talent in Haiti and, and fund their, their youth and their development and have them become the leaders for the next wow, generation. That's awesome. Mm-hmm. Your, your mm-hmm. love for Haiti is amazing. And you know what? You're not the only one. I've talked to some other people that are Haitian, and it's just the love that you guys have for your country, the love that you have for your family, your culture. It's uncompromisable, and I salute you for that. That's a wonderful thing to do. So tell us again, Pearl, how can we support you and what yeah. you're doing? How can we support this initiative, for, at least for this benefit that's going on? What can we do? So you can go to a aladynamepearl.com, and that'll be the first pop-up that comes up. Yes. Um, or you can go to aladynamepearl.com forward slash events. Yes. And... Once you go to events, it'll be a link that you can click on to donate to ATL for Haiti. Mm -hmm. On that same page, there'll be tickets for the event. So Mm -hmm. the event will be a fashion show featuring Haitian designers as well as designers from different backgrounds. Um, There'll be some authentic Haitian food, Mm. um, authentic artists from Haiti that'll be performing. So... um, the way that you can support is go to a ladynamepearl.com and click on the events link and go ahead and make a donation mm-hmm. to ATL Haiti. Mm-hmm. And, and in addition to that, buy a ticket to the event mm-hmm. um, to, to, to celebrate Haitian culture. Yeah, I'm on it. I've been to one of your benefits and it was it was awesome because the culture was so rich and it's just continuing to grow every year. It's just mm-hmm. getting bigger and bigger and bigger. And it's just a great thing that you're doing to just give poor love back into the country from which your family is from. So I applaud you, Pearl. I thank you for everything. How can the people find you, Pearl? Where are you? Love. Y'all can find me on Instagram <laughs> at a lady named Pearl. Facebook, a lady named Pearl. LinkedIn, a lady named yes. Pearl. Uh, yes. Google, a lady named Pearl. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Everything is a lady named Pearl. And for those of you that may not be in the Atlanta area, but still want to take classes, as I mentioned, we Mm -hmm. have an online portal Mm -hmm. um, where we have students from Africa, Jamaica, uh, New York, Miami taking classes. So if this is something that you're interested in, please visit us Mm -hmm. at a lady named Pearl. And then secondly, if you want to support our movement, you can go to Mm pearlmerch.com and purchase a hoodie or a sweater to Mm -hmm. keep you warm during the winter season. And then the last thing is we're launching a lady named Pearl Beauty. Um, Yes, November 24th. And that is a makeup line. I'm actually wearing the lip balm right now. Yes, the Lady Name Pearl Beauty is what's next in line. Um, So you'll see in a couple of days, you know, just some some information on that. But I figured, let me put that out there now. Yes, yes. Lady Name Pearl Beauty is um, launching 
uh, the week of Thanksgiving. Nice. So listen, mm-hmm. I was just about to buy some lip gloss. I'm I'm glad oh, I did don't not. Do it yet. Don't do I'm it. not doing it. I don't know those people. I don't know those people. I'm not buying that product. I'm going to wait until yours is launched and I'm going to buy it and support it. Yes. Yes. And I also want to mention too, right, Pearl, your pearls, haven't some of them participated in New York Fashion Week or they just get yes. an opportunity? Right. Right. Yes. That's a beautiful thing. Yes. Yes. So, um, one, we started getting tickets and then they had Team New York Fashion Week in yes. that same time period and mm-hmm. they end up using some of the girls. And then um, one of our students that went two years ago ended up walking yes. New York Fashion Week the week, the year after. And I yes. said, you know what? It's because you were focused when we took that trip. You took in everything yeah, and yeah. you manifested mm-hmm. this opportunity for you. So, yes, we've been blessed to have students walk in the What a beautiful thing. So a school that started with 30 has touched over a thousand mm-hmm. students and continues to grow. Congratulations to you, Pearl, for everything that you've done. Much continued success to you. I wish you the best. If there's anything that I can do here, Real Chicks Rock, you name it, you got it. I know one thing. I'm buying my ticket to the benefit and I'm buying some lip gloss. I'm buying some lipstick. Yeah. I'm going to be supporting. Okay. I'll be looking good. Yes. Because I need a good loss, a good lip gloss because what's on the market is mm. <laughs> No, yeah, we got you. We got you. And I want to tell you, thank you for your platform. Just the name alone, Real Chicks Rock. Thank you for promoting just chicks being real. You get what I'm saying? And being authentic. So thank you for your energy, your spirit, and your platform. Thank you. You're you're so much welcome, uh, Pearl. I just wanted to give people a space that they can get their flowers, right? And just... You're doing legacy work. This is a, this isn't something that you can just do in a week's time over or over a year. You've been working hard for years and touching and impacting lives along the way. And that needs to be saluted. That needs to be recognized. And your work inspires us to keep going. So thank you so much. Thank you. You are welcome, Michelle. Thank you. You have a. Yeah, yeah, I have a class. Yeah, you got a class, so you got to go. I want to respect that time. Thank you so much. Shouts out to Julie Yarbrough, who's taking your pictures today. <laughs> All right. That's my time, guys. You know where I am. I am everywhere. Real Chicks Rockers on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. We're, we are on LinkedIn. We got a Facebook page. We got RealChicksRock.com. Go out there and get a shirt. If you don't have one, because we want to see one on you, because you look great in it. Until next time, take care. Thanks for listening to today's episode. If you have a product or service you'd like to have promoted during the show, please contact us at info at realchicksrock.com and we'll send you the details. We're reaching the masses and we would love for you to join us on the ride. Until next time, take care and continue to rock on.